Blog Talk Radio. You listen to another recording of Will's Take on Sports. I'm the host, Will Walker, at the time of this recording on 6 o'clock on Sunday. Playoff. Podcast 110, they wilding out. This has been one mm-hmm. interesting playoff so far. Everything within one score. All the results so far of four of the six contests. And right now, the Bears and the Saints seem to be on that pace as we got almost close to halftime here, and the Bears and the New Orleans Saints are up. Seven to three. Yes. Don't welcome in these gentlemen, mm-hmm. Mr. Derek Wilson, Mr. Lewis Tenora. What's going on, fellas? How are you guys doing today? Doing well. Oh my lord. Doing well. Mm. Doing well. Doing very, very well. Yeah. Derek and I right now are locked up, tied. We are tied uh, with what we, uh, the friendly wager that we have going on. We are locked up, and this is the tiebreaker game, Lou, right here. This game right here between the Bears and the Saints. He believed in Jared Goff, and I definitely did not. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. And he wouldn't have gotten that game except for that cheap shot that was given by uh, Jamal Adams on the Wolford kid. I did not know that kid. Um, he had uh, yeah. come from the AAF, if I'm correct. AAF, right? That's where he came from. Oh, yeah. yeah, that's it. So... And um, he he actually was doing pretty well, like I said, until he got knocked silly in that game. Derek Goff, I give him his credit. He did well. But a guy who I, I just recently just started calling him a quarterback, he had to win that game today for the Baltimore, I mean, for the Tennessee Titans, and uh, he couldn't do it. He couldn't do it. I want to ask you guys something. Give, name a running, name a dominant running back that's ever led his team to the Super Bowl. Start with you first, Luke. Um, I just, I don't think there's been one. What about you, Derek? One, Emmitt Smith. Who? Emmitt Smith yeah, was, was the only old. one. Yeah, Mike. but I mean, you know what I mean? But that like Dallas Dallas offense. started and ended with Emmitt Smith. Like they ran the ball. That's what they did. That they did do. What about yeah. Yeah. what about Terrell Davis? I mean, cool. you could say, you could say, yeah, because that, that Denver team was dominated by the run. But, you know what I mean? They, like, uh-huh. they had so many other weapons. You got a Hall of Fame in John Elway. You got a borderline Hall of Fame wide receiver in Ed McCaffrey. You got a Hall of Fame tight end. You got a uh, Hall of Fame mm-hmm. offensive line, the Slayers and all them boys. So, uh, you know what I mean? I guess you, you could say, TD, you, you could because, like, Denver did run the ball. Like, that was their statement. Yeah. Get the ball to TD and everything else runs off TD. So, that's fair. What about Walter Payton? Oh, Sweetness, nah, of course. No, 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 I'm sorry. He didn't, he didn't do Why it. Not? The defense, 
led them to a Super Bowl. That, that, <laughs> and listen, when you give up okay. 10 points a game all year, it don't matter how well you do or don't run the football. I'm not taking nothing away from Walter Payton, but no, okay. I know. Okay. So not going to well, give Walter that. no credit. Okay. That's that's interesting because I, I, I thought the same thing. From him, yeah, no, right. okay, okay. It's, it's not I'm taking credit from him. It's just you know, I mean, he was always that great. It was just that particular year, that defense was just so much better than everybody else. They could have scored right. two points a game and still won the Super Bowl. I'm with you. It, it was definitely not yeah. about him. All right, quick breaking news yeah. that just came in. I just saw this on the Four Letter Network uh, website. Miami Heat and the Celtics are – there will be no game tonight at 7 between the Miami Heat and the Boston Celtics because of COVID protocols. Speaking of COVID protocols, it affected the game between um, the Philadelphia 76ers, and I think that was the Utah Jazz yesterday, and the Sixers only no, could no, dress Denver eight Nuggets. guys. Nuggets. Denver Nuggets, that's correct. And they can only dress seven – they can only dress eight, but they end up playing seven dudes. But the Maxi kid out of uh, – Kentucky, their their rookie guard dropped forty in that game, and the question was asked to Doc Rivers, "Did you know he could do that?" And Doc say, "No." <laughs> That's about as honest <laughs> as it gets. That's about as honest as it gets. All right, That's well, a real deal. Basketball. Let's. That is it's a real deal because I, I mean I knew he could. I knew he uh, was drafted and who he was because he was on the Heat's radar, but. I'm with Doc. I didn't think he had that in him on the NBA level. Um, yesterday's games, guys, this this uh, Heineke kid came out of nowhere and made uh, Washington uh, – made that game competitive between Washington and Tampa. Tampa, uh, Tampa got their first win. Of course, that's no surprise. Washington just is a limited offense. But I get it. This Heineke kid wasn't so bad. So what do you think about the game between Washington and Tampa, uh, Lou? Well, I'll say one thing. It was more competitive than I thought it was going to be. I thought maybe, you know, Tampa with, well, Brady, you know, you know, Brady in the playoffs, you know, you know that's because that's when he gets his best work. But I was surprised to see that Washington was very highly competitive in this matchup. I, I really didn't think it was going to go that way. I thought Washington was like, well, they, I mean, they barely got in the playoffs. So I figured how, how good could they want to turn to be? Trying to be more competitive than I ever thought it was going to be. So, uh, you know, I'll give Washington credit. D, what do you think about the game? Uh, it was more competitive than I thought it was. But I'm one of the few people who was actually surprised that uh, Taylor Hinkley played like he did. I watched him play in college when he was at Old Dominion. I watched him play like five times. Yeah, I mean, okay. he, to me, he was, like a, he was like a small man's version of Tim Tebow. In college, you know, what I mean, he was all over the mm-hmm. place. So what everybody else saw yesterday, I wasn't overly mm-hmm. surprised at it. I really wasn't. I was a wow. I was a Tallahassee fan when he was in college. Okay. Oh. Okay. Uh. I don't. I didn't know who he was before yesterday. My bad. I got distracted for a second. Um. <laughs> I didn't know who he was before yesterday. Before before yesterday. I'm actually stunned. I picked the Buccaneers to cover the line. It was eight and a half points, but they didn't. Um, before we get to the Rams and the Seahawks, but Bills, Colts, closer than what I expected. These, oh, I, I, I thought that would be an yeah. absolute bow out. So what do you think? 
Oh, man. That was a good game, man. Uh, I watched it. You know what I mean? Hey, look, the, the Colts' the defense was better than I gave them credit for being. Like, I watched the game, and, like, sideline to sideline, they may have one of the fastest linebacking cores I've seen in a while. Like, them boys run. So, you know what I mean? Yeah. I, I thought it was a good game. I thought it, you know what I mean, kind of played out a little bit tighter mm-hmm. than I thought it was. Like, I didn't think it would come down to a Hail Mary. I did pick Buffalo to win, but not by a lot. So, I took so I, I, I wasn't surprised it was so, that tight. Yeah. I had a bad day on my parlay sheet. It was absolutely done after those two games. So, anything that happens, they didn't even matter. Yeah. Well, yeah, I'm – I'm sorry too because I gotta find a way to cover that up before she finds out. But anyway, uh, what do you think about uh, the Colts and Bills <laughs> yesterday, uh, Lou? Yeah, another competitive game. Uh, you know the Colts and Bills. I mean, Colts. You know, I think we're a bit uh, we're a bit underrated. And uh, Bills, you know, is the, they're looking for they were looking for they were trying to ready though. I mean, they were looking for their first win in a dog's age, and they were coming out fighting, mm-hmm. ready and prepared. Uh, to take it, so but but um, you know, Indy held their own, and they made into a, they made it into a into a competitive match, and I expected that though. I did not expect that to be a blowout though, uh, by Buffalo. I expected it to be a hard fought game, a hard fought game, and we got what we want. We got what we want. Well, I did. I don't know what the rest of all. But. <laughs> no, I I didn't get what I want. Like I said, I took the point of six and a half, and they they only won by three. So no, um, I was thinking that was going to go overtime. To be honest with you, I really thought we were seeing uh, that's the overtime. Well, Buffalo, you know, the, the one thing about the playoffs and the reason why I was talking about the running back, great running back. One of the problems that I thought the the uh, Titans would have with Derrick Henry is because as, as well as uh, Ryan Tannehill has been playing as their starting quarterback, he's just not a difference maker at quarterback. You just don't want him to lose you the game. The same thing I say about Mitchell Trubisky. The same thing I say about uh, uh, the golf kid. Um, Tua, you know, he should be he he would be in that that range until the Dolphins. I mean, the Dolphins could get him some playmakers. So that's that's the thing. And even Drew Brees, even watching this game, you, you know, you just don't want that guy to lose the game. So and that's what I thought about Ryan Tannehill. I mean, he just didn't. He he's not going to be a difference maker for you. You know, and if you stop Derrick Henry, you got to make – I would make him beat me. That was the – I mean, anybody that watches football would know that's what the game plan should have been for the Tennessee Titans. Now, right. if that dude beat you and you got yeah. eight men in the box, only thing you can do is and just you deserve to lose. You deserve to lose. You're the better man. So, that's the only that's thing you right. can say that. But there, there's no way you should lose to a team like that. That's why – Eric Dickerson doesn't have a Super Bowl ring. That's why uh, O.J. Simpson never got one. I'm just riding off some guys that got 2,000 yards. Chris Johnson, no Super Bowl ring. So, that, you know. No Super Bowl ring. Barry Sanders, too. Yeah, you you can be a dominant running back. You can yeah. be in games of the year playing, playing against, you know, have, you can get lucky in games. But when it comes down to it, you got to have a guy who can make plays at that quarterback position. So, I don't care how good of a run you got to be able to make plays at that QB position. That matters. Matters huge, especially when a team is dropping eight, nine. I mean, it looked at one point in that game between Tennessee and uh, uh, Baltimore. They had a nine-man nine front. They had a nine-man box. That jump was ridiculous. Yeah. I was like, boy, they got 
They got no respect. What do you think about that non-passing interference, offensive passing interference call on Tennessee's first touchdown, Luke? That's passing interference in my book. What did what did you say? That was yeah. That was a tough call being made. I saw as um, I saw as passing interference. You know, but a lot of people were thinking very. A lot of people thought very differently. That was really a tough call to make. No, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. My no, was not. on the ground because because he extended his arm. Well, a lot no of people didn't call. agree. Well, the ref didn't agree, of course, but that's plain as day. Marlon Humphrey's on the position. Not what we think. Well, we didn't have an opinion. Yeah, they, yeah. they. Well, they made the final word. They called it a touchdown. But see, that's P, that's oh, that's offensive pi in my book. What you say? Yeah, well, yeah, I, I wouldn't have called you know, it. That most I, I, I wouldn't have called it. The only reason why I why? Really called it, I'm tell you why. The only reason I wouldn't have called it is because the rule, if they went by the letter of the rule, the rule says the DB can't have his hands on the receiver after five yards. And it looked like they were wrestling okay. while the ball was in the air. Both mm-hmm. people were wrestling. Right. And doing, so, you know what I mean? It's just who, who gets the last push can't get penalized because both of y'all are basically mud wrestling. On the route, so I'm not gonna give you that SDB because you happen to be a tad smaller than the dude you wrestling with for the last eight yards anyway. Like I'm not gonna give you that, mm. so I can understand why they didn't call it. Like if they had to call it, you know what I mean? Like we see so many horrible calls where like a dude will make a play way down the field mm-hmm. and they'll call illegal contact on the dude. We don't even know where this happened. That we got to find it when the replay shows us what happened. I, you know what I mean? I can't, I can't give you that one. As a DB, because you should have been flagged anyway. You should have been flagged anyway. If anything, if y'all ain't going to call it, or if you're going to call it, you got to call it on both of them. You can't give one the call and don't give the other one. So I just wouldn't call it. I would have done the same thing they did. Play on. Quick side, quick sidebar or quick sidetrack. Who was the quarterback at Ole Miss when DK Metcalf and A.J. Brown was there? Who was the quarterback? Um, 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 you you know who to do exactly. Uh, his I first. Do. Yes, you do. Um, gosh, what is this boy's name? He was the quarterback. Not, that not came the guy that ended transferred to Michigan. The guy that transferred to Michigan. Yes. <laughs> is that it? Shay Patterson. The guy that transferred the quarterback for them. Yeah. Man. Shay. Yeah. Shay Patterson. Okay, you're right. Yeah. How bad was he in college? How how, how horrible was he in college? Because he got two monstrous guys on the outside, and AJ <laughs> Brown and DK Metcalf. How can you hey, not he wasn't be that good, man. Winner? He, 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 he wasn't that been. good, man. Listen, he 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 oh. was he was at Ole Miss a couple of years too early. If he had got there when Lane Kiffin was there, <laughs> he'd have been uh-huh. a first rounder. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> he, he jumped ship too early. Number two monster receivers with speed and physicality. How in the world did they not win in college? And they were teammates. Hey, how did they not win? It'd be that like that sometimes. D, we ain't never seen nothing. I ain't never seen two guys look look almost identical in body type, same skill set. I ain't never seen that on a roster. Like if y'all had two Calvin Benjamins, uh, if Miami had two Jaguars yeah. at the same time, uh, we ain't never seen two guys look just – they are almost physically identical. 
And I mean, in all attributes, weight, size, strength, speed. How in the world did Ole hey. Miss not win with them guys? Miami had two of those. Cool. Y'all had Andre Johnson and Jason Gabbard. Jason Gabbard just couldn't decide whether he wanted to be an elite receiver or a running back. Okay, Jason Gabbard, you need to stop. That's blasphemous. And I hate to use hey, Stephen A. Hey, right there, but I, I, no, stop I, it. I am talking about measurables. I'm not talking about oh, measurable. I'm just talking about complete oh, measurable. Oof. Oh, yeah, yeah, you're right. I, I saw yeah, you right. Measurable yeah. high school. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what Gathers' situation was. I don't know why he never panned out. Because you're right, they're measurable mm-hmm. were the same. But Andre Johnson is another level. He he is. Yeah, he is a he, he's them guys. He's those two guys. That's yeah. what Andre Brown is. <laughs> he's AJ Brown and DJ. <laughs> yeah. I mean, when I yeah, heard they say he went to Ole Miss, I say he went to Ole Miss and DK Metcalf, and they were there at the same time. How did they not yep. win? You, I'm, I don't get it. it it's just crazy <laughs> to me. I don't know, but if Shea Patterson was a quarterback, then that explains everything I need to know. All right, guys, um, it just went to halftime um, between the Saints and the uh, Bears. Dude, you might be on to something, but I've been saying this all year about Drew Brees, and I don't know if you guys have a different opinion. I just don't think he can push the ball down the field. And like I was saying about the other quarterbacks, Drew Brees, he won't be the reason they win. He just can't be the reason they lose. So what do you think about that, Luke? Uh, repeat that again. I, I couldn't hear that. Drew Brees won't be the difference maker for the Saints. He just can't cause them the game. Do you think that's, a, that's my opinion? What is yours? No, I think he is a difference maker in the game. I mean, you know, Brees is who he is, and he, you know, he um, – he he knows how to handle that. Uh, knows what the team uh, can do. I don't think they can do anything much without him. So Breeze is the difference maker, you know, for the Saints, and that's why they're winning now. What do you think, D? Nope, I do not agree. I think that okay. his arm right now is what you call Tua's arm. His arm is bubblegum. He is he, like he he has he has great pocket awareness, but he can't scare you anymore. Like, nobody backs off when he gets ready to crank it up. They just wait for it to come down. He's he a balloon ball passer right now. So, as long as you can cover their – as long as you can cover their underneath stuff, you got a shot. I agree. I don't see, I don't see him pushing the ball down the field much. And hits 14 for 23 right now for 120 yards, a 5.2-yard average passing. Right. That's sad. That's really sad. That's, right. not, that's not he, good at all. He's he, he completing a bunch of crossing routes and hitches. That's it. That's it. That's all he's doing. And then throwing swing passes to Alvin Kamara. All right, tomorrow's the national title down in Miami. Um, Ohio State's had their issues with COVID, but they're going to play this game because, well, they got a TV contract, so it's got to be, be played on the 11th no matter what. So Ohio State, um, if you sick, Hold off until Tuesday. Anyway, uh, who's going? <laughs> that's what they tell them. Basically, I'm sorry. Wow. Um, yes, that's true. Lou, who you like in this game? Ohio State or Alabama? My heart says Ohio State, but I gotta go my head and say that Alabama is gonna give them a good whooping, and I mean a whooping. What do you sound country? Um, what you say, D? <laughs> I have to agree with Lou on this one. I think just because they're going to be missing people, it's going to be 
uh, it's going to be real tough sledding for them offensively. And the fact that Alabama is getting Jaden Waddle back <laughs> doesn't bode well for Sean Wade no more. Yeah, I mean, because even if he's only at like 70%, the fact that his 70% scared the daylight out of you, you know what I mean? Now you got to single up Devontae Smith. You got to single up. I can't remember what the kid's name is, but he wear number eight. <laughs> he just going to have a headache. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Speaking, speaking of the number eight, the line is eight and a half points. Um, I, I, I noticed that um, somebody posted that Ohio State is bragging about the fact that two national titles they won, one against my Hurricanes in 2003, mm, after the 2002 yeah. season, and after they beat uh, they, they beat um, Oregon in the first ever 14 bowl playoff thing led to the national title game. So they were both uh, six, seven, eight-point underdogs. So they think that's an omen for tomorrow. I, it, I, I, I promise you, I don't know why people believe in luck or whatever the situation is. You make your own luck or omens or whatever no. they they trying to <laughs> trying to throw out there. Um, I don't even think it has anything to do with the protocols either. Why they gonna get drugged? I think they are gonna get drugged because Alabama's the best team in the country. It's, it's, and, yeah. and then that kid's playing with how many ribs he broke in that game against uh, Clemson? Uh, Anybody two, know? I think. I think it was two. Oh. Yeah. No. The over yeah. under. Yeah. Yeah. The over under. You know what happened with broke bones? Does he complete this game? <laughs> yeah. Well, the over the over under is does he complete this game? And I say no because I think Alabama's just going. They're going to smother him. It's just not going to be. Yeah. It ain't going to be pretty. It's it's not gonna be pretty. I think oh, they can score other. on Bama because they do. Yeah, they got they got skilled people over there with him, but mm-hmm. he gonna need time to get that ball to them skilled people. And D, I don't see it. You know, so, nah. Mm-hmm. It, the only shot they got is if Trey Sermon have a monster game. That's the only hope they got. He got to have a game like Zeke had, but he he ain't Zeke. No, he's not big like Zeke. Yeah, he's he's quick, like he gotta have a game. He gotta have a game like Zeke for them to have a shot. That, I don't see that happening. He's just not. He, to me, he's not a big enough guy. Kind of the same way I look at Travis Etienne because I, I've noticed that for some reason teams are saying Travis Etienne should translate well to the next level. He, he looks like Duke Johnson to me. I don't know what you guys think, but that's that's the what he puts yeah. in my mind. He's a little guy, and little guys don't make it in this league unless they white and, and that McCaffrey kid. But he's special. Is Travis Etienne possibly could be like the McCaffrey kid in Carolina? D. Uh, I don't know about that. I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> I don't know about that. You know what I mean? Like. Like Christian McCaffrey was super explosive yeah. in college. You know what I mean? I get, I get that everybody's so enamored with the fact that uh, Etienne is uh, the leading Russian ACC history, but to me, he only the leading Russian ACC history because he's been playing since his first game on campus. And you've been running right. around behind a bunch of All Americans every year. Right. Like, you watch him, for one thing, I watch running back. He runs way too high. He don't run behind his pads. His middle is always to be that long. And he don't hit the hole with no force. None. 
None. Uh, he don't get the whole enforced unless it's a driveway. Then he will. He runs too. He runs straight up. I thought I was the only one because I was saying to myself, "Why don't I just stick their arm out there and clothesline him?" Because he he not ducking through the hole. He he running through the hole like oh. like this practice dummies out here. Well, in that game against Miami, I guess that was the case. But anyway, um, <laughs> I'm I'm just not impressed with the kid. I'm not because he's small. I think he'll be a good third down back. He might be a good punt kick return in the league, but and every down and I got into that with a Clemson fan told me, man, Travis Etienne is gonna be really good. Man, he's gonna be like Christian McCaffrey. I was like, I don't yeah. see Christian McCaffrey see and Travis Etienne. <laughs> Chris, Christian McCaffrey was explosive for Stanford. Right. He was explosive. Right. He that wasn't was running saying. behind all Americans all the time. <laughs> no. No, and then then the, and then the defense concentrated on him. You can't concentrate right. on Travis Etienne because of the guy that's next to him and the receivers. So not only the guy that's next to him, think about who he's played with in the last four years. He's played with uh, uh, not Sammy Watkins, but he's played with Mike Williams. He's played with uh, what's the dude's name? Uh, Deshaun Watson. He's played with pretty much a who's who. That you can name of. Not only that, the last uh, three years before this one, he played uh, played ahead all the time because they had a defense that had four first round defensive linemen, two first round corners. Like you, you, you were never, you were never the guy. Like Clemson never came into a game and the opponent was like, we have to stop Travis Etienne. Like they went from <laughs> you went from the sun yeah, you know, to sunshine, right? So you don't have mm-hmm. to. You don't have to game plan for him. I'm sorry. I I just no, I'm not hating on the kid. I just I just don't think you have the game plan for him. And somebody says Dolphins should use a first round pick on him. Dalvin Cook was picked Man. in the second round, and Dalvin Cook's better than him. That, I was just getting ready to say that. Not only that, uh-huh. I've heard for all you Dolphins fans, I've heard that Deshaun Watson is headed y'all way. It would mm-hmm. it would take a king's ransom. For Houston to lose him, and that would be two Y'all got first it. round picks. And a... oh, I know, and I, those, I agree they, with they you. Want, they want two one and two. Oh, okay, that's a deal all day, every day. That's if a I'm, done deal. If I'm Chris Griff, yeah, that's a done deal. <laughs> I take that deal all day, that's every day. Deal. I love Tua. He's oh. a great person. He seems like the but Deshaun Watson is uh, right beneath um, Mahomes and 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 Rogers and. Those type of guys. I mean, you lead the league in passing and your team win four games, and he ain't got no receivers? No receivers. He just got uh, cooks like midway through the year. Nick Saban calls the Sean Watson, Michael Jordan, and Cleese. That's all you need to know. Deontay. <laughs> and the Dolphins got capital. And But, see, here's the thing. I think a lot of people get confused with what happened with the Dolphins. Preston Williams got hurt in the Arizona game. And mm-hmm. Devontae Parker got hurt in the Kansas City game. So he lost his weapons. Mm-hmm. Gesicki also went out of that game. When the Dolphins had full weapons, go back to the Arizona game. You saw what he did. To, to a, right. When he had weapons, he played well. He was well. tearing it up. You give Deshaun Watson those weapons with that ability, man, I would trade Tour and two ones in a heartbeat. I would, but I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't make the two ones this year, though, D. It would have to be in consecutive years, and I'll tell you why. I need a first round pick. I, I got to keep one. I got. I give you two wow. ones, 
Cause you ain't got you ain't got none anyway. So I give you no. Cause I'm not I'm not trying to help you that much. No. Nah, they trying to help you like that. Why no, no, no. why why wouldn't you why wouldn't you give the two ones right now? Because Houston has giving, something. I'm, I'm not, not I'm not taking credit from Tua, but Houston has something that you right. don't have. Houston has a bona fide oh, franchise stood right now. Yeah, Those don't come right. available too often. You got to make that move. No, see, this ain't basketball. I'm going to disagree with you. If this was the NBA and one guy <laughs> can make a difference like that, I'm with you all day, every day. If if the chance for to get Giannis would cost me Bam and Tyler, I might do that. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? You see what I'm saying? So uh, I okay, might do I that. But in the NFL and with what Miami has available, I can win with Tour and Capmoon bringing some old veterans and three picks in the three three uh five picks in the first three rounds, I could win. I could build depth and quality depth. So I can win with Tour. So I'm not trying to help Houston. First of all, you helped me out by stinking and giving me the third pick. You will not get that one. That one you will not get. You're not getting that pick. Yeah. You can forget it. <laughs> no, right or wrong. You can have 18. Uh, nah, you're right. You can have number 18, and then you can have my pick in 2022. But I'm not giving you the three and the 18 this year. And tour? Nah, bro. I like Deshaun Watson, but that's that's highway robbery. You 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 gonna make me you? <laughs> Think about it, D. <laughs> Think about it. You you debate. You right. You're gonna make yeah. See, you are gonna make the Dolphins the Texans. No 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 no. I got an opportunity. Although I like Jamar Chase better than I like uh, Devontae Smith because I just don't. He's just small to me, and I don't think you should take a guy that small that high. I don't care if he won the Heisman Trophy or not. You know, I just don't. Yeah. I, and that's just will, and, you know. Somebody could disagree with me, but I just don't. I just don't see a guy like that lasting the league when you got bulldozers back there trying to knock somebody's heads off, like Jamal Adams and that Marcus May kid in the, with the Jets, and then Patrick Chong will be back <laughs> next year, and then you got the McCory twins. So you imagine one of them running into him, and you run a slant at that size in the NFL like he gonna do tomorrow night. What do you think gonna happen? Because linebackers yeah, in yeah. that league, they run like him. They run just as fast as he does. So, what do you think is going to happen to a what are you going to happen to a guy 175 pounds and you run in slant? <laughs> uh, you're going to have to call the trainer. Yeah, you you gonna call the trainer a lot. <laughs> he ain't going <laughs> so not make it. Yeah, he will. No, bro, I, I wouldn't waste the number three pick on him. I wouldn't, but I get it. Fans, you know, I guess you know they look at numbers and other fans do. But I look at it like y'all must on this dude. He's little. He, he's a little. Yeah, guy. he's a small he's guy. Not, we we both we agree on that. He's a really small guy. I mean, I can't. I get college because Lamar Thomas, me and him got the same size legs, and he played in college, and he even played in the NFL for a little while. But he he was, but he was drafted in the fifth round. Seriously, he was drafted in the fifth round. So. And he ran a four five. Only reason, you know, because he he had hard, he had a good catch radius. But he was six five. This kid is six one. Yeah, he is. And I heard you like, when, I, when I saw him at the uh, when I saw him at the acceptance ceremony, I was like, man, he is small. 
Yeah, he 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 little man. I mean, who think think anybody in the league that's the number one receiver that's that size? And I saw the comparison to Marvin Harrison. Yeah. I had to go back sure. and look at Marvin Harrison. No. I mean, Mar- Marvin Harrison is a little thicker. <laughs> he, he at least looked one night. Yeah. <laughs> This kid don't look that big. That's <laughs> because he's not that oh. big. But what do you think, Lou? Does is he? Because I heard the comparison, Marvin Harrison, and I, and this came from former NFL guys, and I get it. They work for mm-hmm. a letter, so they're gonna hype him up. But right, of course. Do you see Marvin Harrison in Devontae Smith? Mm, no, I really don't. I mean. I don't really think it's fair to compare players, even though they're from the same class. I mean, they're, they're two different players, two different styles. So uh, I don't really see uh, any, any comparison with, with them at all. And congratulations, Devontae Smith, for winning the Heisman. I ain't giving him no credit for that, Lou. <laughs> Man, that's, it's sad how much we think alike. That's really so sad. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I, I'm sorry. Sad, I can't. But yeah, it is. But I can't lose. Why, why you can't give him credit? D? I know why I can't. Why I, you can't? I, I don't feel like he get credit for one. To me, this I, I still say this is a throwaway year. But two, it was like somebody from Alabama had to win it, so we gonna pick. It was like it was like when he won the the, uh, the I think it was the Walter Camp Award. I was shocked because right. I was like, you know, what I mean, that usually is kind of the guy who wins the Heisman. When he won it, I was like, he did. Like I saw you play a couple of times. You look good, but you know, what I mean, you you look good a lot more than you probably see it because y'all got the best of everything playing around you. Like you're not like if if the other team game planning was like we only got to stop you. You're not getting off. Like you're not. No, you're not getting off. So you know, what I mean, I, I no, I, I'm not giving you. I mean, I'll give you credit as a person. Hey, you won it. I can't I can't take that away from you. You got you got it. They voted for you, you won it. Okay. But that's yeah, where it's gonna go. <laughs> yeah, but the the doggone running back scored twenty something plus touchdowns too. I mean right. that's why I can't give him credit. It's like I mean, really? I mean, y'all just had to pick I mean, I we get it. It was gonna be either him, the running back or the or the quarterback. I get it. So right. somebody from Alabama can, was going to win it. Yeah, I can't. I can't give him credit. I just, I would, I would have liked to see uh, Trask win it because Trask was the one who asked me. Yeah, see that? Yeah, because Pitts was in and out of the lineup. Tony, yeah, he played, but Cal, uh, Cal Trask, the Trisk or whatever his name is, he he made a great improvement. Trask. I mean, he made he made yeah. Trask. Yeah, he made damn mother look smart. Cause we all know damn mother ain't the brightest tool in the drawer. <laughs> so mm-hmm. I'm sorry, this, but you I mean, amaze me sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> he just hey, damn mother, damn mother. I mean, who, who, what coach you know? Think about this, D and, and, and Lou. All right, kids opt out. This, this this has been going on for the last couple of years. We all know that. But. I haven't heard a coach in a press conference after those bowl games go well. We would have won if such and so, you know, when the opt out. They always say, no, it's just time the next man step up. It's a great experience for him. This, this smart person, Dan Mullen, gets in there, well, my guys were here. See, I don't like people that make excuses. I, I don't. No. I just don't That's like, all it is, oh, an excuse. Oh. 
It's not it's this thing or that thing. Well, we would uh, we would want to do this or that. No, no, that's not how it works. That's how it works, buddy. Mm-hmm. You lost. Okay, plain and simple. You lost. Come on, any excuse you can, but the way I always say it, a win's a win, a loss's a loss, no matter how you slice it. You can argue all you want, but the bottom line, the right. result is you lost. Yeah, that part right, Lou. He lost, oh. and he lost, he lost bad too. That's right. He did. And, they could have, wait, and the more they lost by, the more they lost by, the more yep. the more ticked off they get. <laughs> Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'll be to interrupt you. Hey, Lou and Derek, speaking of Florida, mm-hmm. Tati Gardner-Johnson just got popped upside the head again. <laughs> again. What? Oh, gosh. Who did it? Who did it this time? Now what? The little wide receiver Miller. <laughs> oh, gosh. Side the head. Oops, upside the head. Oops. Up. I got to go back in here and finish watching hey, this game. Hey, hey, so... AD, something going on with that boy, the wide receiver from Chicago. Because, you know, the other dude, the other dude popped him upside the head a couple times, too. Something going on, man. Yeah, he. What going on, though? No matter. <laughs> hey, he, he, yeah. didn't, uh, he, didn't, he, didn't, he didn't pay his tithe. <laughs> <laughs> he done done something bad. Yeah. And no boys. Some boys are popping this boy upside the head, left and right. It's like hey, every crazy. Every time you turn oh, around, God. somebody hitting him. God, dog, what is going on with the Chicago Bears wide receivers and and Chauncey uh, Gardner? I'll tell you one thing. Now, my brother is not happy. Why? He's a why, Bears Why your brother not happy, Lou? Unfortunately, yes. Mm. Oh, shoot. He should be happy anyway. They made it to the playoffs. He should be ecstatic. Yeah, but, uh, <laughs> but you know, I don't think anyone was going to give uh, the Bears much of a chance. I mean, they barely got in. And you know, I think it's starting to show why they're not going to win this. Why? You know, you know. I mean, no, I'm, I'm, I mean I'm just looking. Right? They're gonna be, I, if you're going to get I beat up like that, you're not going to last much longer. No, he's still he's still in the game. He he baited he baited another wide receiver from Chicago to get out because the other wide receiver oh, just got sick of him talking, so he just popped him beside the head. And I guess this guy got sick of him talking, so he popped him beside the head. So, but anyway, as a as a guy who picked the Saints and twenty wings on the line. I ain't confident in this game at all because, again, Drew Brees is doing zero. Yeah, <laughs> he's doing nothing. I'm sorry, and I know y'all like Drew Brees, you know, because he's a good man. He he gives to the poor, and he he's really done well in the community in New Orleans. But that has nothing to do with his football play right now. He stinks. Oh yeah, good point. I'm, I'm no, glad you guy. said that because I didn't want I didn't want to be the one to have to say that, but I was gonna say it if you <laughs> that got nothing to do with the game. I was really gonna say it. It's the same thing with the Ryan Tannehill apologizers who are Dolphin fans and who say, "Well, Ryan Tannehill was a Christian." I'm glad he is, but God don't care about football. So you yeah. know, I profess Christianity too, but that has nothing to do with me saying he's not a good, reliable quarterback. His his religious beliefs has nothing to do with that. He just no, not a reliable. Not at all. Not at all. But he's not reading he, the Bible called the Tannehill. I mean, I'm proud. I'm, I'm proud you're a Christian and have these beliefs, but <laughs> it's got nothing to do with the game. None. Uh, God nice about football. If God cared about football as much as Tim Tebow professed Christianity, he'd be uh, he he wins the boy every year. 
your people. Right, John T. He'd be in the league. Yes. So, I'm sorry. I don't care about football. You know, nothing against the dude, but, I, I mean, I don't want to see Drew Brees go out like that, but I watched Dan, I watched Dan Marino get beat 62-7 to in his last game. Now, yeah. I didn't want to see Ooh, him go out like that, but. Yeah, when you ain't game, got it, that bro. Was, that was real yeah. bad. You just ain't got it. You ain't got it. And Peyton Manning was about not to have it either if it wasn't for Von Miller and, De- and DeMarcus Well and that all-time great defense no. they had at Denver that year. No. Cause Peyton Manning didn't have it. <laughs> ain't no almost. He didn't have it. <laughs> yeah, have nothing. No, but he didn't have it. Peyton, Peyton had left but the he, building. But they were lucky to play against a team that was so one-dimensional in Carolina that they had one guy. And he was the MVP that year. And if he could have just got anybody to help him, he'd have been all right. And anybody could have stepped up to help the dude out. Just anybody besides Greg Olson. Anybody. <laughs> <laughs> anybody else bring their I mean, uniform today. Anyway, hey, be honest with you. Everybody's <laughs> raving about Pat Mahomes and everybody's raving about Lamar Jackson. I, I'm going to ask you guys this. This is just my, this is my opinion. That was the greatest season I've seen a quarterback play with no help ever. What Cam Newton did that oh, year. Oh, yeah. What do you guys think? Yeah, you can. Uh, I'm going to let Lou go first. I think you got, I think you got something there. Without <laughs> doing that kind of thing, yeah, I, I think that was a that was a very smart move. <laughs> that was, to me, that was just the greatest season. What do you think, D? By a quarterback with no help. And he won the MVP, and they was on one game. They were fifteen and one. <laughs> I was just, I listen, I, I give, I make it a tie. I make it a tie between him and Mike Vick. The season that he went up to Green Bay and won. Oh, uh, I think, because yeah. uh, yeah. Mike yeah. Mike Vick had Ward Dunn and Algie Crumper. That was it. <laughs> yeah. You can't name me one yeah. wide receiver from that team that caught more than twenty passes. I can't. I can't. So, uh, Mike Vick was now nah, Cam had a yeah exactly exactly yeah Cam had one so, he I, had a he had a heck of a year and they had a what's that dude's name Luke Keekley on that defense side of the ball I mean that yeah team, yeah you know, dude, that team had no that team had no business going fifteen and one man let's just be real no business it just I Cam was agree. just that good that year they had no business but yeah they made two Super Bowls and that's not none of his wide receivers. None. I can't. And I, I want to say Steve Smith, but I don't think he was on that team. No. Steve Smith wasn't on that team. And now nah, Peyton. Man, Peyton it, didn't do nothing. Peyton didn't do nothing that whole Super Bowl run, though. He just, he just managed the game. He went into Trent Dilfer mode. <laughs> just don't lose. Uh-huh. All I need you to do is don't lose the game. Here's, a, here's another thing I want to get you guys' opinion on. Alvin Kamara is the best running back in, in the league. Get no argument here. Uh-uh. What you think, Lou? Well, I I didn't hear all questions. Say it again. Is Alvin Kamara the best running back in the NFL right now? Right now, yeah, I would say he's right. Yeah. I would say he is the best up there. Fantastic. Yeah, because all Derrick Henry does is run the ball. This dude do everything. Right. He run wide. He yeah. run routes like a wide receiver. Seriously, he does. I know, he, he right? Routes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I got to get you guys' opinion about Henry, this. I just I mean, told you. You know, he's had a great season, too. 
Yeah, but Derek, Derek, man, listen, Derek Henry, I get it. I, I get why people like him. He's big. He, but I've seen that before. It's called Earl Campbell. It's called Eric Dickerson. Okay. I've seen guys. Right. I've seen guys that big. It's Jerome Bettis. I've seen guys that big have good speed and good feet. So, I mean, I'm not a prisoner of the moment type person. So, I, I, I've never seen a guy that big. Mm. I saw Earl Campbell run up and down the sideline for like four years and carry oh, dudes. They, they had tearaway journeys. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, no, I was no. a little young. He's not Earl Campbell. I think I was a little young. Yeah, I was five, but I seen highlights, Lou. Hey, but anyway, man. um, I, yes, of course. <laughs> what you got, D? No, no, no. I was gonna say I saw two of them, and they played for the same team: Kristen Nicoya and Barry Word, Kansas City. Yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> Lord have mercy. I would have yeah, hated to have Steve had... Kristen Nicoya. <laughs> well. Until Steve, until Steve Atwater ended his career on that Monday night. Boy, that was the best hit Dang. in Monday night football. Oh, you cannot forget that hit. That hit and Lawrence Taylor sag on Joe Theismann. That were two most memorable moments for Monday night uh, Ugly. <laughs> <laughs> it is. That ruined his career. That, that, ruined, that ruined his career. It was like, that's it. I'm done. Yeah. Let me get your uh, get you guys' opinion. Kyrie Irving said he was too emotional to play basketball because of the distress and the riot and the things that went on in the Capitol, and then also the lack of the officers not being held accountable and not losing their jobs. In the uh, Jacob Blake situation, no charges were filed. So Kyrie said, "Listen." That just made me too emotional. I can't play basketball. That's a bunch of garbage to will. But what do you think that is, uh, Lou? About Kyrie saying the social unrest in the country and lack of justice in the country, social justice in the country, has Kyrie saying, Look, I admit there's a lot of chaos going on, profession. but you, you can't do mm-hmm. your profession. Well, let's see. What do you say about to uh, other people out there who do their job um, – and do feel the same way, but they know they have to go earn a living and do the best they do, despite, you know, all the cockeyed chaos that's going on. I mean, I think sometimes uh, people are just taking it too personally, and, you know, you're, you're, letting, it, you're letting it affect your performance at, at your job. What you, do. you can't do that. I mean, if that were the case, it's everybody would, you know, would quit their, would quit their jobs. You would quit yours, I would quit. <laughs> yeah. It's called guaranteed contract. So, you know, he can't do that. Guaranteed it's called guaranteed contract. contract. Yeah. Right. He can. But to say, the, oh, the I'm NBA so players that he's owned by the short. He can make up any excuse. He can make up any excuse. He didn't play after Kobe died for like almost a month. And that that's legit because, you know, he was close to Kobe. So, I get it. People grieve well, their own yeah, time. yeah, I mean, you know, I mean, that's, you know, that's, I mean, that's also, you know, like, you know, personal friend. I mean, for crying out loud, you didn't even know this other person. Like, you know, oh, I can't play because of this. No, no, that's. No, that's just a cop out. That really is just a cop out. You, you can't okay. make that every time something like that happens. Okay. Z? I mean, look, I'm sorry uh, that Kyrie. happened. I mean, there. Right. I'm sorry that happened. I, I mean, there uh, is no Z? excuse for this. What do you? Let's get Derek to pay. Derek, what do you think about uh, Kyrie's uh, excuse absence? Um, I got, I got a two part answer to this one. First one, mm. uh, I still think he should have called. His coach. If you were gonna sit out, okay. I think you should have communicated that to Steve Nash. That that wasn't a good look. 
particularly with Steve Mads being a rookie head coach, it almost mm-hmm. comes across like uh, you don't have control of the locker room. Um, but mm-hmm. the other side of that, I I, I mm-hmm. actually I, I ain't even mad at Kyrie on this one. This is the reason why I say that is okay. People can say how you're supposed to feel or how you're supposed to react to something, but this is the thing: we don't know what kind of experience Kyrie has had with police officers. Just like everybody that I know don't know what kind of interaction I have had with police officers. So when okay. you see stuff, when you see stuff, and it bugs you to the point where you can't function without either being overly angry or just overly aggressive with everyday people who you probably see who you don't really have a problem with. But because your emotions mm-hmm. are all over the place, you know the first thing that happens, you're going to go off. I, I can't say I can't say he's wrong because if that was how he was feeling and he felt like right then emotionally he couldn't handle it, I think it's, sometimes it's better to just know who you are as a person. If you know you can't handle certain things, or you might go off, or you might be in whatever kind of mood you in to the point where it's more of a detriment to the people you're trying to help than um, than a help, then take that time off. So I can't say he's wrong because. I don't know what his experiences have been like. None of us do. Like, okay. unless he come out and tell you, okay, this happened to me and my dad at such and such and such, or this happened to me, and I ain't never said nothing mm-hmm. about it. And mm-hmm. everything that I saw just turned that into, like, a fresh wound for me. Then you can't really judge him because you ain't heard why he did it. Like, if he come out and be like, I just ain't feel like it, he ain't never had no bad experience, then that's one thing. But you don't know. And that's kind of the point, is we don't know. It's easy for us to make an assumption because we haven't had that experience. But you can't say he hasn't had. Okay, so you're not, you don't have a problem with the cause of the action that caused him to miss the game, right? I'm no, not trying to understand. No. So you, well, the 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 he he was reacting to the 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 social injustice really with the Jacob Blake thing, and then also the what happened at the Capitol. But his right. lack of following the chain of his command lack of communication and being respect. Okay, right. That that's the only I thing I had a problem with. You 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 still have to be an adult, mm-hmm. even if you're upset about something. Right. You have to be an adult, and just you know, right. you just let them know. Hey, man, look, this is what it is right now. I'll really give you a better ex- explanation when I see you. But right now, I just I needed I need a day or two. I'm okay with that. I'm, I'm gonna tell you why I'm skeptical of him, and I'm not. I'm not proposing that he possibly did have any uh, any of those possible things that may have happened in his past or anything like that. God knows that's probably the majority of a lot of our story that uh, of darker skin tone. But here's why I'm skeptical. Okay, KD went on contact tracing, missing four games, making sure that he's gonna have negative tests for four games. Right. Would he? Do you think he would have done that if KD was playing every day? Because him and KD are boys. So would he have not given, you know, one of one of at least give the 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 proper protocol to at least call Steve Nash if KD were playing? Well, see, that's, that's the, the thing. I don't know because mm-hmm. he called. He talked to his teammates. He just didn't talk to his coach. He talked to his teammates. His teammates knew he wasn't going to come. He just didn't call right. Steve Kerr. So 
that that was my only issue with him is you still have to be the adult in the room. Just like you said, you got mm-hmm. a guaranteed contract. They paying you almost forty million dollars a year. Even if you're upset about something, right. even if you're having a moment. Let your let your people that you have to answer to know, listen, hey, I'm not gonna be here. Uh like I said, I'll I'll give you a little bit better estimation when I got a better handle on how things are going right now. To me that's an acceptable answer for a person who, you know what I mean, kinda knows they self. The fact that he didn't call he didn't call them, mm-hmm. but he called his teammates was irresponsible, if you ask me. But as far as why he did it, I don't know why he did it. Mm-hmm. But see, they, so that that my the issue. irresponsibility, the irresponsibility of not taking of, of not doing it the correct way and giving Steve Nash the respect right. tells me of what he thinks of Steve Nash. Oh well, see, I, I you wouldn't do that. that. He said they didn't need no coach. <laughs> exactly. You wouldn't do a respected coach that way. You wouldn't do a Doc right. Rivers that way. Shoot, you wouldn't even do Tibbs that way. I know doggone well you wouldn't pull that off with the Miami Heat or your butt you you'll be just like Deion Waiters. I don't care how talented you, you are. You no, nah, they I ain't gonna say they're gonna get rid of them, but you gonna you gonna think about it. <laughs> tolerance talent. The, the better the talent, the higher the tolerance. The lower the talent, the lower the tolerance. But I'm just saying. Um, but I know he wouldn't have done the Miami Heat organization that way. He wouldn't have done Tibbs that way. He wouldn't have done uh, Doc Rivers that way. Damn sure he wouldn't have done Pop that way. Right. In fact, he did Steve, Steve Nash that way and Mike D'Antoni and Doc Vaughn. And Doc Vaughn, I thought, you know, they, they lobbied for him to stay on the staff at least. But you, you didn't even call Doc Vaughn. You got you well, the dudes you we, we don't we don't know that Kyrie Yeah, but we don't know that Kyrie lobbied for Jock Vaughn. We know that Spencer Dinwiddie and oh. some other boys <laughs> lobbied for Jock Vaughn. Yeah, but see, see, Kyrie wanted him to stay. Well Kyrie doesn't want nobody. Kyrie said Kyrie they didn't need a coach. That's, that's my yeah, point. I'm Kyrie don't want nobody because he think him and KD should be a real flat. Yeah. He got a lot of quirkies. He got a lot of quirky things going on with him, but to me, it just it, it 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 just showed the lack of respect for Steve Nash. You can be upset about the events that's going on around you that's outside of basketball, mm-hmm. and I can't, like you said, you cannot can not say that's not legit to him. But there's a way to handle it, mm-hmm. and he just didn't handle right. it in a professional manner, and that that's the way looking. Then see, now his track record, although that may be legit, the his track record says mm-hmm. Kyrie's a flake. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> well, that's that. what it, yeah. <laughs> but, but, Lou, that's what it's saying. He's a flake. That's what his track record is yeah. now telling us. Like, okay, right. whenever he don't feel like playing, he ain't playing. Or he if he don't get his way, he going he gonna to make some noise. Or you, and, and not play. And that's the other thing. So, you know, now, bro, you, I mean, coming off the way y'all playing now, Y'all not playing top level basketball with all that talent, and then them last two games you and KD played when y'all blew them leads. Uh, D, KD was standing in the corner and Kyrie was dancing. I don't know how that's yeah. gonna work when the money on the line. Well, yeah, I, I can. You saw it happen last year with Russ and James Harden. You saw how mm. that went, didn't you? 
Mm-hmm. Oh, that went, didn't you? I've, been, I've, watched, I've watched them play four times already. It's the most I've probably ever watched the Nets play before. And you see a running thing in those games. Kyrie comes out with the intention of, I'm going to eat early and often. And right. it's cool right now because KD is kind of still getting his win. But when KD is in KD form, it's going to turn into a problem. It really is. It's going to turn into a problem. Just wait. That's Mark the only word. way they make it. But they that's the only way they make it to the conference finals is if KD is that dude. That's the only way. Because we've seen what Kyrie lead a team against you without another legit superstar along the lines of LeBron James or Kevin, uh, or Kevin Durant. Either not make the playoffs or the team is hurt and they play better. I mean, you hurt and the team plays better while you're on the bench. We've seen it. We, well, we've come to the conclusion. <laughs> exactly. We, we've come to the conclusion, Kyrie, although you are better than Kimball Walker, you're a bad – you got bad karma, bro. There's something going on with you. You got a bad aura that guys don't want to work <laughs> with. That's not good. <laughs> you, are the, you are one of the most talented dudes I've seen with a basketball in his hand dribbling. Now, you are not Isaiah Thomas, but you got some Isaiah Thomas-like qualities in the way you dance with that ball in your shooting ability. I think you might be the closest thing I've seen to Isaiah Thomas. You're not Allen Iverson because you don't have that athletic ability, and I need people to stop comparing that. He's he's one of the better athletic small guys finishing under the rim at that size. Hello, Allen Iverson was 5'11", and he was a shooting goal. Not not only that, (laughs) you can do that now because they can't hit you. Right. It can't hit you. You know how many hits Allen Iverson took? Bro, what Kobe say? What, what did Kobe say? We lucky he won six, seven, six, eight. That yeah, was Kobe same thing Allen Jordan said. <laughs> Jordan said hmm. if he was six, if he was six, six, he'd have had ten rings. <laughs> Dude, Allen Iverson. Allen Iverson beat the Lakers with Percy Snow. <laughs> With Percy Snow and the kid made the combo, the combo, uh, the tombo, and George Lynch, he got a game from the Lakers who were in the midst of a three three peak. And mean, they were undefeated, no but he got a game. Man, come on, yeah, they man. were undefeated. They had lost at all that year. At all, they were stumping people, and he came in and took the first game. He didn't win no more after that, but still, nobody was beating the Lakers that year. <laughs> he got one. That's what I'm saying. That's what people. I don't know, man. I I I get it. We wanna we wanna put. That's just like the the, the, the Trey Young and Steph Curry. I've been telling. I'm telling no. Brian Atlanta Hawks man. Man, okay, I get it. Yeah, he shoot like Steph Curry. He shoot way back like Steph. Yeah, he shoot way back there like Steph. I get it. He's not Steph. He's not Steph. And if you and if you don't think what I'm saying is true, ask John Collins. Because him and John Collins had some words yeah. in that locker room. Because I think John Collins said, look, you ain't the only one out here. <laughs> you ain't the only one out here. And you know it's legit, D, and Lou, because John Collins is playing for a contract. Yes. Oh, yeah. See, you, you, you ever want to get the truth out of people, take money from them. <laughs> right. <laughs> and John Collins, look, John Collins looking like, look here, bro. You gonna get paid, right? I'm trying to get these people to pay me or somebody to pay me, but I can't do nothing with you jacking up these forty footers or these thirty five footers. 
or logo shot. Right. And, and they keep talking about he need help. You got to pass the ball in order to find out if you can get some help. Stop dribbling. Stop trying to dribble <laughs> people what all else? game. What, what else does he need? What else does he need? Except for the fact that he can't play no defense because he let Lamelo Ball get a triple double last night. But ain't, ain't but he can't. He won't. But Bogdanovich, the, Bogdanovich is the type of shooter. Not only did the Bucks want him, the Lakers wanted this dude. That's how good of a shooter this dude is. But he took the money. I ain't mad at him. He took the money. But that's how good of a shooter that guy is. Herder can shoot. Hunter is playing real well this year. He just, you know what the problem with Hunter is? Hunter should be a guy they he should played. let initiate some offense. I was just going to say he played with Trey Young. That's his problem. And yeah, and that's the other thing. He just, <laughs> you know who Trey Young should be compared to? James Harden. That's who he yeah. plays like. No, uh, Gilbert Arenas. Oh, oh, good one. Very good. Gilbert Arenas. That's, that's accurate. He, he, that's spot on. He's a shorter version of Gilbert Arenas. Every shot looks good to him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I, and, and that's why I said. And when, when, okay, yeah, the Hawks might do whatever they get to the playoffs. You know what's gonna happen to the Hawks when they get to the playoffs? Every team's gonna, gonna get try to get a switch with his man. But, but, but I'm saying every oh, team's yeah. gonna try to get a switch with his man so he can play deep because he doesn't play defense. Now that's the one Steph Curry oh, yeah. comparison they spot on because Steph don't play defense either. But hey, Steph play Steph play defense. Better than people give him credit for. You can only do so much when you look like the average everyday dude walk around the park with his kids and his little <laughs> dog. <laughs> like, hey, I, I get tired of people getting on stuff about that, man. He's only so big. Like, it, like that'd be like people be like, oh, Kimba can't guard nobody. But Kimba Walker is five whatever. Okay. He ain't finna guard right. nobody. He's out there to get okay. you buckets. That's what he out there for. <laughs> Do you know <laughs> Steph don't compete on the defense end? Kimber at mm-hmm. least fakes it and tries hey. to compete on defense. Hey, you don't care. <laughs> <laughs> nobody, mm-hmm. nobody cares because Steph Curry don't compete on defense. We care because Steph can, cause Steph can give you sixty-two. That's what we care about. Right. Right. Okay. But he, doesn't, but he doesn't compete on defense. I get it. Well, I understand. <laughs> I get it. I understand. But he don't. Steph don't even try. Steph, Steph, Steph get picked. Hey. Ain't no fight over those screens. Steph just like okay. You ain't switch. Hey, at least, I'm not following. At least Steph, Steph, huh? Steph give you some steals every now and then. Though he'll give you, he'll give you something. Like I don't remember seeing Trey Young get a steal off nobody. No, no. Trey, Trey Young has Trey, no. Trey Young don't do nothing. Yeah. Trey Young's like the you old lady at the park. You that, play just, that old lady that just cherry pick on the other side. Yeah, old lady even he just cherry picking <laughs> on the other side when we get offense. He got no interest in playing <laughs> defense at all. <laughs> uh, Lou, play defense I want to ask as soon you this question. The ball. I'm open. That, I'm open, exactly. I want to ask you this question in regards to baseball. Um, baseball is really interesting to me because it seems like all the other teams that's not in major markets are farm teams for L.A., Boston, New York, both New York teams now because Lindor is now going to the Mets for right. a bunch of patio furniture and sandwiches. 
So I don't get it. Why don't these teams, why do these teams want to help L.A., Boston, and New York, and Chicago, instead of just holding on to their, their, their squads? I'm serious. And I get Cleveland's in turmoil. Yeah. They probably figured the window's closed, so they're trying to get, they're trying to build for the future. But that's why that's always been my problem with baseball. You get Miami did the same thing. They had a guy, John Carlos, saying he was a stud down here in Miami. Yeah, of course he, you know, he had a lot of strikeouts, but at least he was a draw. Okay, we pay him a big yes. contract, and now we're gonna ship him to New York. So why why do baseball think that's a good formula that's gonna keep people interested in the game when you know? Eventually, a superstar is going to get to one of the major markets. That's what it, that's how they um, become superstars. They go into these teams and they think they can help them uh, become dominant, win championships, and becomes a big draw to the crowd. That's why when I'm going to New York, Boston, L.A., um, Chicago, and whatnot, you know they want to play for a team that's be contending because they certainly won't get it like in. Uh, Miami, uh, Tampa, Detroit, Detroit, forget it. That's a garbage. That's a garbage disposal. So that's how it, that's how it's um, how it's been doing. They want to go for a team that's you know a contender and said that they'll help them get into a, get into a championship and they'll draw more fans in. Of course, with the way this year is, they're not going to draw a lot of fans in though. But I, I I get what you're saying. What the player wants. There are guys in the NBA that probably would love to play at the Mecca in New York, but Hey, sure. you, you still gotta you get you know you still gotta be off the contract and the team you know be able to give the team something back just like James Harden won out of Houston. Well, Houston's got to be able to get some something major for James Harden for him to be traded. But Cleveland got patio furniture for Francisco Lindor. I don't understand that. I, I'm like, man, I wish the NBA was like that. Like, yeah, we'll take James Harden. Oh, oh yeah, we'll give y'all like future draft picks or future prospects in the D League. In baseball, it works, but you know, no other sport it does. Yeah, I just don't get like why. And the Mets walk. The Mets are a team probably that's a Francisco Lindor away from seriously competing. If if we if I'm being honest about how well you know they they built their their farm system and what they got on that roster, but I'm trying to figure out what was Cleveland's logic in that. They're, so they're tanking now. That's my question to you. Is our, so is Cleveland professional baseball team tanking after being that close and having that long of a playoff run? So now they just giving up. Yeah, they got rid of Francisco Lindor. Yeah, you know, I was thinking the same thing. Like, you know, I mean, they haven't really been in contention for quite a while, and I think maybe that they are trying to tank now. You know, they're coming so close back in 2016, but what have they done since then? Well, it's a different time, but they haven't really done much. So, yeah, I think they are trying to tank. It's not good though. I mean, because so they're going to get you know purposely. So they're going to take the, they're going to make the Mets an all-star lineup, basically. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. what that's what the Mets going to look like. They're going to look like the Dodgers and the Yankees. That's it. I mean, now you got three teams that's really up there. Now, when is Houston going to fire a CLA team, or do nobody want cheaters on their team? The LA team. <laughs> Hmm. I'm talking about Houston and yeah. Astros because they're a small market team. Sorry, we, all, we don't count that. We don't count cheaters. So nobody's going to take uh, Altuve, George Springer, and those guys. Nobody wants those guys on their team because they think the only way they can hit a ball is if somebody taps a garbage can in the dugout. 
Yes. They don't lost their yeah, mind. Yeah, not watch Alt- Alt- They have lost their mind. Altuve is a good ball player. The dude's like five one, and he can hit home runs. I mean, he might be jacked up and juiced up, but who in baseball isn't? Yeah, I like Altuve. I would like to see him on the market. Well, about ninety well, like percent are. But the thing is that most of them won't admit. They ain't got to admit it. We know what we know. What goes on in baseball? It probably goes on in all sports. Just baseball just sucks at hiding it. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's the only difference. <laughs> probably yeah, probably good point. NBA, all of them. Uh, but baseball just the worst. Hey, they hit. They hit. They hit home runs out the park everywhere. And everybody that covers baseball speculate where the balls are tighter. And baseball denied that thing forever. And people that know the game said, no, the balls are tighter. They they purposely juiced the balls and made them tighter so they could fly out the stadium. So baseball finally had to say, I always yeah, thought it was a wonder bat, to be honest. You think it's the wonder <laughs> bat? I thought it was the wonder bat. Really? <laughs> yeah. You know, the one about the um, – well, you know how, like, in college they use aluminum bats and, you know, the balls right. get jacked up right out of the stadium. I thought maybe uh, Major Bits was trying to come up with that, you know, so that the more of the, 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 um, the bat, the more the balls will go out. But that's just my theory. I mean, you can, you can uh, disagree with me all you want, but, you know, I was, I was thinking that. Okay, I'm wrong. Eh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to trust Major League Baseball when they said, yeah, the balls are tighter. We want home runs because chicks dig long ball. I'm gonna go with them. Of course they do. And what so they do say. I. When I when I see D. Gordon, who 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 probably hit 13 home runs in his entire career, hit an upper deck shot. He's been juicy. And he ain't he ain't and he ain't hit an upper deck shot in all of his career ever. And he hit an upper deck shot. Something ain't right. That ball tight. Hey, he was working out on. real hard during quarantine, man. Man, bro, whatever, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> That's like Tampa, that kid from Tampa. I'm, I was like, where did this kid come from? This Cuban kid, right, D? So the kid's been in the right. farm system in St. Louis for a minute. He just had just like the postseason, like of all postseasons, like the greatest postseason in Major League Baseball history. I mean, we talking better than Eric Jeter and uh, Reggie Jackson and – uh, all the big names, and this right. man is just jacking home runs everywhere. And I looked up mm-hmm. the stats for this man previous seasons. He's hit a total of five home runs in his time in, in being called up, and in the and in the minor leagues. This dude hit ten home runs. This dude did hit ten home runs <laughs> in, 30, in thirteen games. Wait a second, where did that come from? <laughs> Bro, I'm thinking this dude some big time prospect, so I do my homework on him. Rose Arena. That's his name. A Rose Arena. And I say, wait a second. They don't even have they don't have to do as a top prospect. Matter of fact, they say, Well, that's just an anomaly. He's he's not gonna duplicate that. The man hit ten home runs in thirteen games and they said the best he gonna do next year. Guess they projected him to hit 15 home runs if he's an everyday player for Tampa. So apparently they know something is not right about this dude and what he did. He just got hot. <laughs> <laughs> they know something they you don't now. know, and they ain't trying yeah, they to tell you. <laughs> yeah. he was, that boy oh. was jacked up. Well, 
I, I see this going to go my way because the Bears, I mean, uh, the Saints are getting ready to score again, make this 21-3, and they just called the holding oh, call because, well, well, they want to – man, they, listen here, bro. They want to see the Saints play against the um, – who they play, Tampa? Yeah, that's what they want. They want Drew Brees yeah. and Tom Brady to go head-to-head, and then you got – if you know what, though? If I was the Packers, I would have been rooting for Chicago today because I, I wouldn't want to see the Rams. And I know you're right. <laughs> I tried that. Hey, that's, that's not a. That's not a good. No, I told you I believe in their defense. I just don't like Jared Goff. No, I know how good no, Darius no. Williams and Hill and and Jalen Ramsey are, and that defense line with Floyd and of course Aaron Donald, who's going to play even with a cracked rib because they're just going to shoot him up, so he'll be out there. Um, but if I'm Aaron Rodgers, I don't want to see that team. Not that team. Not that defensive line. <laughs> and Rodgers is going to call Jason State Farm up and up his coverage. Well, he better, I tell you what, he better up his coverage and find a way to shake. How's Devontae Adams going to shake, shake uh, Jalen next week? We, you Jaylen saw what Jalen did to DK. Oh, hey, you saw what he yeah, did to DK? Yeah, DK out there. DK won a fight, bro. Man, DJ. There's no way you could be covering me this well. This <laughs> <laughs> is just not humanly possible for you to just stay on top of me this whole game. I can't wait to see that matchup. Jalen Ramsey versus Devontae Adams. That's going to be a good one because you know Aaron Rodgers is going to try to throw him the ball. You know, it, it, it's, it's, a, it's a Devontae Adams contract. Yeah, you got to get 20 targets. Yeah, no, nah, he Aaron he, 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 who is? He going to try uh, uh, Rodgers. Rodgers is arrogant. He going to feel like there's no way you can stop my guy with me throwing the ball. He going to screw himself. Watch, watch what I tell you. He throw the he ball. He going to be dead set times. on getting him the ball, and it's not going to happen. He throw the ball 20 times in the direction of Jalen Ramsey. I say Jalen get two picks. I take that bet against anybody. Yeah, if he throw the ball in Jalen Ramsey. You say three? Yeah, he thought about three. He twenty thought, times in Jalen Ramsey. Yeah, he thought about him twenty times. Yeah. He's coming back with at least three of them. Yeah, Devontae Adams is good. I don't know about that, bro. That's 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 not a good matchup for Devontae Adams. Jalen's bigger than him. I too. heard, and just as fast. Yeah, I heard somebody say that he was the best receiver in football. I, you got to show oh, me I that. that. I, I no, I give him that. I give him that because he because he, so? he has to do it. It's between him, D Hop, and uh, uh, what's that dude's name? Michael Thomas. I think those. Okay, I, I I think that's fair. That's fair. And that's our time. Yeah. Thank you guys so much. Hey, don't forget about Wednesday. Don't worry, I'll be right and ready. I'm doing. I'm ready? doing. I'm doing shoulders up this time. I ain't doing my whole body. <laughs> you guys show Wednesday guys? What time? Uh seven o'clock. It's gonna be on YouTube live. It's just me and D. We do playoff uh, predictions and everything. YouTube live. Check us out though. Give, right. give us, yeah, give us give us give us that support, man. Share that love with us. I share like to do, but YouTube, the YouTube is gonna show up because sometimes it doesn't show up. Oh no, no, no. It's Facebook yeah, you Live. You see it, trust me. It, a lot a lot. All right, if I can find it. But anyway, you will, because I'm going to check out my show because yeah, it's Saturday night. 
Talk to my show. Oh, okay. My man, hey, man, Saturdays are rough. It ain't no well. Saturdays are rough, bro. I, I have to give. I have to give time to the missus. That's a, that's a hard sell right there, bro. It's a hard sell. <laughs> Stay up with somebody. Right. Spread changes things. All right, guys. Terry, be easy. Have a safe week. Five, all right. D twenty. I want them tween naked with the sauce on the side. I give. I give you the details. <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right. Later. <laughs>